This is Spin Talk. Okay, you're welcome back to Spin Talk with Lauren. Um, loving the messages that are coming through. Thoughts and opinions on everything like we always enjoy. Um, and loving your shout outs for the inspirational women in your lives. So, um, Continue to get involved. Love to hear from you. 087-711-1038. You can text or WhatsApp. Still to come on the show today for International Women's Day. I'm going to be joined in studio very shortly by author Caroline Foran, ahead of her second book, The Confidence Kit. Um, She was here to talk about owning it a couple of months ago. God, it's probably longer than a couple of months ago. I'll have to double check with her. But it only feels uh, like the other day. And also Claire Fulham, who you might know better as Claire Balding. She was with us not too long ago either. She spoke all about her journey, losing her hair to alopecia and discovering just what really matters in life. So can't wait to speak to the two of them, two incredible women. Um, But before that, in just a few moments, I'm going to be joined in studio by an incredible talent, Erica Cody. The Dublin R&B star is firmly on the rise. So she's going to have a chat with us and hopefully play a tune as well. Um, But as I mentioned... Your shout-outs are really bringing a smile to my face. Thank you so much. Hazel says, my mom. she's the most inspirational woman I know. She's a heart of gold and puts everyone else before herself. I've become a better person. I've become the person I am now, sorry, because of her. Hazel, thank you so much. If there's a woman in your life you want to shout-out today, I really want to hear it. Get involved. 087-711-103. And like Laura earlier on, I still can't believe I got through that message without crying. Uh, Laura shouting out her dad who's been mama and dad to her entire life so lovely to hear I want to hear from you get involved always great to read your messages today and stand by because Erica Cody is next on spin before her though it's a little mix with Black Magic all the girls on the
1038, you're welcome back to Spin Talk with Lauren, celebrating International Women's Day on the show today. And I'm so excited to welcome singer, songwriter and producer Erica Cody to the studio. Hello. Hello. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much for coming in and being part of the day. It's no, lovely to well. have um, a bit of music Honored. on the day. So uh, you had a busy night last night. Uh, you were in Whelan's. Yes. So tell me a bit about that. It was amazing. We did the new DJ set, so it was real, real cool. So we were playing a few new tracks off the EP. So... Yeah, we'll be doing it again on Sunday. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Very exciting time for you. You're full-time in college as well. Yes. What are you studying? I'm doing vocals in BIM. So I'm in my final year doing my thesis. So, well, I haven't started my thesis mm-hmm. yet, which I should have. But no one has ever started their thesis at this point. I know. I'm just trying to, like, juggle as much as I can at once. But, you know, keeping a balance. I feel like if I'm not busy, then, like, I'm all over the place. So yes. I need, like, a, a schedule to follow. And, you look, it's such an exciting time for you and things are going so well yeah. so it's hard not to be kind of focused on that I know like I need to kind of be like right okay you're still in college you need to you know just it's only three more months like you'll get it done like and then you'll have so much time to do music mm-hmm. and stuff during the summer too so tell people a bit about yeah. you and what you're all about Erica me God, well I'm a singer songwriter producer um, I'm writing my EP at the moment well we're still recording it so it should be finished by the end of spring um, yeah and that's just pretty pretty much what I'm up to at the moment um, I just released my single like th- my second single Good Intentions like th- three four weeks ago okay oh my god a month ago yeah wow. a month this week yeah so it's doing like extremely well like we're so so happy so how important it yeah. is is it to you that you're producing yourself as well yeah so like I'm producing alongside my producer in the States um, Scrap he's amazing um so what I do, I basically like get the bones of the work together because like when I'm writing, I'm so focused on just writing like a catchy melody and a catchy hook that when it comes to producing, I can't do everything myself, like especially when it comes to like putting in drum beats and stuff. It's like okay. something I just don't want to invest too much time into because I'll just get too caught up in it. Yeah. So, and then you can't see the wood from the tree. Exactly. Yeah. So like my thing is like having really heavy harmonies, like because I would have been like really nineties influenced, like when I was growing up and stuff. Like with my dad being from the states, my mom being Irish, it was like oh, like all this music that I had to listen to. So I was like, okay. Who did you love when you were growing up? Oh, Stevie Wonder is my main one, but like I would have grown up listening to like TLC, SWV, Boys to Men, so like really, really soulful mm-hmm. harmonies and melodies so I think that's where I kind of get it from so I try and pay homage to that as much as I can on my own music yeah I think people can definitely yeah. hear that and it's a really exciting time for Irish music exactly. I think yeah it makes me so happy though there was a tweet that went up the other day um, from this blog in London and they were like oh we're loving the 90s inspo on this and I was like ah people think there's a 90s inspo I was like yes I'm I love so it. happy but I think even like the fact that you're a dancer as well like you are the whole package I'm getting back into it yeah. like I I gave up dancing when I was I've, I've been dancing since I was four and then for the video we were like right let's just do something new let's just totally switch it up it's very I wanna, TLC I want to go back to my roots so we were like you know what let's just do the dance routine I met Ellen and Sophie and they just like brought the whole song to life it made such a difference we were like you know what we're just going to fly with this mm-hmm. do some shows bring back in the choreo and like see what we can do I love it so yeah. what um, is the plan for the next few months I know obviously yeah. you have to do your thesis yeah but <laughs> after <Yeah>. that <laughs> so we're just doing a hell of a lot of shows one was just announced today for the Red Bull free gaff party so that's very exciting I know bank holiday weekend that's going to be amazing so 
yeah, you so still just, go get your tickets. Like, as much as you obviously are loving the mm-hmm. songwriting and the yes, producing process, yeah, yeah. performing is really what you're Yeah, like, into. I have to balance both. Like, I know okay. I'm still, like, in the production process of, like, the ends of the EP and stuff, like, and everything, like, mixed and masters. Like, we still have, like, two more songs to do. So I'm trying to, like, balance that with gigging as well because I have to gig and, like, promote the music that's already out there too. Mm-hmm. So it's just giving everyone a taster of what they're going to hear in, like, the next couple of months. So it's just, like, a constant... I'm just constantly making music now, so I've proper catalogue. We're so excited for you. Um, Enda joins you in studio today. Hi, Enda. Um, You are going to perform a little something for us. What are are we going to hear? We're going to hear Good Intentions. Okay. Enda and Erica Cody, whenever you're ready, fire away. Seven minutes in heaven I know the timing's not great But I swear it's worth the wait Stay calm, take a deep breath We're just taking baby steps Giving you quality and nothing more Come on in and close the door Thoughts talking in my mind It happens every time You come closer to me One-on-one with yours, ecstasy I want love and nothing more It's always you for sure Never leave my side Forever my ride or die I had good intentions And then you made them bad It's not like me I hope you understand Oh, your love is like my drug I can't ever get enough You got my heart, you got my soul Your bad intentions are in control I can't help myself It's not my fault Your bad boy persona has got me so damn thrilled Don't ever change your ways Please always just stay the same It's that cheeky smile that drives me so goddamn wild I thought talking in my mind It happens every time you come closer to me One-on-one with yours ecstasy I want love and nothing more It's always you for sure Never leave my side Forever my ride or die I had good intentions And then you made them bad That's not like me I hope you understand Oh, your love is like my drug I can't ever get enough You got my heart, you got my soul Your bad intentions Amazing! 
Oh, Erica and Enda, amazing, incredible. The guitar is gorgeous. Oh, just fab. Erica, thank you so much for coming in to see thank us. Thank you for having me. I have me. no doubt you'll be in with us again. So thanks, man. Happy Definitely. International Women's Day. Happy International Women's Day, ladies. This, it says, shout out to my two little ladies, Lauren, who is 17 today, and Darcy, who's four. They inspire me to be the best mom I can be. They fill my days with love, laugh, laughter, tears, and farts. Their craziness keeps me sane. Hashtag my inspirational ladies on International Ladies Day. I love that. Thank you so much. I don't know your name, but thank you, and happy International Women's Day to you. Um, I want to hear your shout-outs today. Continue to get involved in the conversation. It is always brilliant to hear from you. I'm on 087-711-1038. Continuing with our theme this week of speaking to some really wonderful women, people who have been on Spin Talk before, who we just really were eager to speak to again. I'm going to be joined next in studio by author Caroline Foran and Claire Fulham, who you might know better as Claire Balding from her Snapchat account. Um, both crazy in their own right uh, in fantastic guests and we can't wait to speak to them something I am going to speak to them a little later about is social media and just the impact that that can have on us and how it can contribute to our anxiety levels and I know um, Caroline mainly is going to chat to us about anxiety, her book Owning It just had such a huge impact on so many people about how to own your anxiety and um, you know social media is a massive contributor to a a lot of people's um, you know, anxiety levels, feeling down, not feeling confident in yourself. So that's something we're going to discuss with the girls uh, very shortly. But in the meantime, I would love to hear your thoughts and opinions on social media. Kaylee has already been in touch on Facebook saying, being honest, social media probably has affected my mental health. I definitely feel more stressed and anxious than I used to. I find that scrolling through other people's social media in bed before I sleep does get me really down, lusting after other people's life as much as possible. I try and put my phone away before bed it just makes me not able to sleep. I think a lot of people can relate to that, Kaylee. If you can, get involved. I would love to hear from you. I'm on 087-711-1038. Here's Camille Cabello with Never Be The Same on Spin. Spin 1038. You're welcome back to Spin Talk with Lauren. You don't have to if you don't want to. <laughs> I'm joined in studio now by my next two guests. There's been a flurry of like finishing water, taking out chewing gum, Snapchatting, getting settled, but we're ready to go now. It's Claire Fulham and Caroline Foran. Ladies, I'm so glad you're both here. Hi. Thank you. We're so glad to be here. I was just saying, you don't have to wear the headphones if you don't want to. No, so whatever you're like legit with them on. Looks more official. Okay, very official. Great. Love it. Uh, you're both here today to celebrate International Women's Day. But like our earlier guests, you're both people who've been on Spin Talk with us before, who we love, and we're just delighted to have you back. Uh, you're sick of the headphones already? Already. <laughs> Um, let's start with you, Caroline. You were here, I was saying earlier on, it only feels like a few months ago, but how long ago is it you were I here talking about owning it? Maybe like coming up on a year? Yeah. Oh no, surely maybe eight eight months. Or okay, so it's not yeah. a full year. Yeah. Owning it. Too long, basically. The bullshit free guide yes. to dealing with anxiety, living with anxiety. Yes. I was just really conscious of not saying the bullshit guide because that's what Everyone, I said. I know, literally every time I did an interview, someone called it the bullshit guide. I'm like, that's what it's not. That's the opposite of what I'm trying to do. But it's funny. It's a good icebreaker. And what an incredible impact it had. Won so many awards. Yeah. It's just amazing. It's crazy. I, even just yesterday, I got a message from someone who I don't know saying that they've just finished reading it and the difference it made for them. I just, I'm still pinching myself that it had that impact and like reached that far. And even people in Sydney saying they got the book. So it's just mad. I, I never, ever thought it would have that effect. So I'm just delighted. But the whole point of it was that you wished you'd had Someone to book. tell me that. Yeah, yeah I really do. Um, and I just, I, my hope is that someone would read the book, maybe if they're finding that, that they're starting 
starting to kind of feel anxiety and not really know what it is and where it's coming from and that it might nip it in the bud for them a little bit earlier before it gets to that point where they're really kind of drowning in it um, and for me so much of it was understanding what anxiety is what's happening all the physical stuff and um, what's going on in your brain and, and just kind of disarming the anxiety and taking the unknown out of it and I just wish had I known then what I know now like I don't think I ever would have kind of gotten to where I was and also now I'll never go to that point again because I know so much and mm-hmm. I have the tools um, you know, and, I, and I have the information there so hopefully that's what it, it's done for people um, I feel like anxiety is one of those things there's a, a number of topics that come up again and again and again on Spin Talk anxiety is one of them yeah. and I just wish that because what always happens is um, when someone's in touch about a particular issue maybe it's them or it's someone that they care about is affected and living with anxiety I just wish that we could take all the things all the messages that people send in and just constantly replay them to the people who are listening because it doesn't have to be this way No, I know and it's it's funny in a way that everyone thinks that they're on their own in it and people underestimate everyone else's capacity for empathy to, and to understand like what we're going through so the more people talk about it I think that just lessens so much of the anxiety of feeling like Jesus what's wrong with me you know so it is it's a problem that's not going anywhere and and I mean social media is obviously not helping uh, but I think with the awareness we can at least stop it from turning into this monster you know mm-hmm. um, Claire Fulham which I- feels weird calling you Claire Fulham What's my proper name, Lauren? Claire Balding. I, I can't call you Claire Balding because I, I went to school with Claire and she's always been Claire Balding. So yeah. you're in the same class in Temple, yeah. yeah. I'm like, when are they going to put up the statue of Caroline with her book beside Bono? Because Bono Claire. and the Edge went to you too. <laughs> I went to you too, went to my temple. Yeah, So when the statue going up with Caroline? I'm wondering. Well, I think if Caroline's getting a statue, you need to get one as well. Of because with me and my phone. It's not as gravitas. <laughs> it's not really. Uh, like, uh, the book is more gravitas than the phone. Like. But look, if people didn't hear the last day you were on, the journey that you went on, um, being diagnosed with alopecia, losing... I want to say 70% of your hair? 85. 85. Wow. <laughs> 85% of your hair. Damn it, I'm raging I got that wrong because I know recently someone said about you in an article 70% and you corrected them and said 85 <laughs> So I should have known better. 85% of your hair. Um, and going on that journey and really, as I was saying earlier on in the lead up to you coming into the studio, learning about really what's important in life. Mm-hmm. Um, was anxiety something that you ever thought that you were living with or you were dealing with before your hair started to fall out? No, like I was, like Caroline will tell you, like I was... Most confident girl in school. Yeah, I was very (laughs) confident. I kind of held myself a certain way and I never really had trouble. I was never nervous or kind of suffered that way at all. Um, And even still, everything that I've gone through nearly two years ago now, in May it will be two years when I lost my hair, I don't feel like I, I can't claim to suffer from anxiety. I didn't. I had periods of anxiety when my hair was coming out and I had periods of depression and I had extremely low periods um, but I don't. I'd, I'd never kind of had an anxiety. You know, that kind of never yeah, had like suffered from it. Yeah, yeah, never. Do you think though? And I know this is something you've spoken about. It's because we are just this nation of people who say, "I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm grand. I'm handling it. Everything is okay." Yeah, perhaps. I think. Yeah, I suppose I was always very mindful, especially when you're speaking about something quite openly to a large audience. I was very mindful that I didn't want to take that away from some people possibly and just put a label on it myself until somebody else told me this is what's happening or this is what's wrong and I never actually should have probably um, like seeked kind of any medical advice about my mental health because there was definitely issues there you know you don't lose your hair and come out and be you know okay completely but I think that I definitely I never really seek kind of like you know wanted to know maybe I was too afraid to find Mm -hmm. out you know 
But um, I never really, I didn't want to take that away from people who suffer from it all the time. Do okay. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah that's yeah. completely understandable. Um, Caroline, I listened recently to your interview with Jarlath Regan on An Irish Man Abroad. Mm-hmm. And like, it's a brilliant podcast all the time. I would absolutely encourage people to listen to it and to support it as well. But your episode, I just said to you off air, I really found myself going, oh my God, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. And you know, you do such a good job of articulating what it is you were going through at such a difficult period of your life. But one thing that really struck me is something that I think we can all relate to, something we're talking to people about on Facebook today is comparing ourselves to other people. Yeah. Oh, it's, everybody is guilty of it. And it's something that we all do. Like it's, it's in our nature. You know, we compare ourselves against others to kind of evaluate how we're doing and where we're at. But in this age of social media, like it's gone to the extreme and to be honest, almost never is it a good thing. You know, you, if you're comparing yourself to someone, someone always comes out on, on the bottom. You know, it's never healthy. I think we do it as a way of motivation as well, but it's just, it's all about, it's becoming like one-upmanship. And, and I always say this phrase, but you're comparing your behind the scenes with someone else, highlights reel. Um, and it's just, it's a recipe for disaster. And I think if you're already kind of anxiety prone, um, that will just fuel it even more. And it certainly did for me. Um, but what I think, you know, the more we talk about it, people are becoming aware of the kind of, waffly level on social media and filters and you know people are realising that it's not okay to do that anymore and just to try and be honest and be realistic and I think that's making it a more sort of healthier environment we can use social media for what it's good for without it damaging you know Mm -hmm. our self-perception yeah and look social media is an incredible thing and I've spoken about Snapchat on this show and how powerful it is the amazing people that we've met, the guests that we've had on this show because we found them on Snapchat. Claire, you, for example, like the journey that you went on, the awareness that you raised about alopecia, like that's the brilliance of Snapchat, Mm. but it's a dangerous place as as well. And I know that's something that you've been quite passionate about. Yeah, definitely. I think I, before I Snapchatted, I watched Snapchat and I was a viewer and I followed everyone that everybody else follows currently and, you know, back then or whatever. And I, I, used to compare myself of course I did and I'd see them at their glamorous parties and I was sitting there with like a baby <laughs> hanging out of my boob going here we go like you know and I, I like I compared myself to to people all the time and then I think when I look back on now and I can see the power as Caroline was saying on social media and how it can help people and it's helped me I wouldn't have hair today if it wasn't for Snapchat and I know that sounds so like completely ridiculous but I wouldn't I wouldn't have the journey that I've gone on the past two years, I hate that word journey, I can't believe I just said that, <laughs> but like has been completely and utterly life-changing. And without that outlet, without those, like I say, counsellors, like those thousands of people that listen to me every day, cry, laugh, get angry, all the emotions that you feel when something so life-changing and physical is happening to you, it's terrifying. And to have that support from people, from strangers, and just a little message to say, I enjoy, even just mm-hmm. I enjoy watching you or you've helped me or it kind of, I suppose it, it's not even just about hair loss, but we all go, we're just saying that in the taxi in, like we all go through something. Everyone's, you know, I suppose situation or bad thing that happens to them can be applied. It's all quite relevant and it can all sit on top of each other. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah, just and different I, manifestations of it. what we're going yeah. through. Yeah. And I, I think that Snapchat has been amazing for me, but there's definitely huge negatives to mm. the whole social media thing as well. Yeah. How do we get to a point that um, we get this message through to particularly younger people, to like, like to your mum, like to your little one? How do you get messages across to younger people that, look, just be aware, just know that 
if you are following someone that could be filtered or that might not be the reality how do we get to a point that it's not dangerous I think there's a responsibility on people who are using social media like um I don't have that as many followers as Claire but like you're very good for being really upfront and honest and, and not everyone wants to put all their dirty laundry out there but I think it's sort of on people on social media to, to not put out this perfect you know curated filtered Valencia filtered life that makes other people feel like oh is that real is that what I'm trying to achieve and then I think it's the people consuming it having to have the awareness that yes you know you're seeing a very very curated element of of life and people don't put up well I do I put up days where I'm having a crap day I put up pictures of myself with pseudocream on my face because I want to be as authentic as I can you know and it helps me to not see other people being perfect and it helps them not to see me being you know some kind of image of perfection put out there so mm. I think it's on both sides there needs to be work done yeah. and Claire for you like I mentioned Farah I hope you don't mind mm-hmm. but like being a mom and like spreading that message to the little ones in our lives yeah I think it's terrifying to be honest like and I remember when the whole kind of there was the little mini revolution that started or whatever with kind of calling out people that were, you know, being dishonest and deceitful online. I think I was very outwardly speaking about that, you know, and I got in trouble sometimes when I spoke about it, but I will continue to do so. <laughs> but um, I suppose I, from a point of view of being a mother, it terrifies me to see the world that I can't imagine what the world's going to be like for Farah and Elliot. But it's my responsibility as their mother to arm them and see their mother and father and the people that I surround them with you know being strong and being out there and having a voice and using your voice and I saw a really nice quote today and it was like you know women use your voice like even if it shakes like do that use Mm. your voice don't just sit there and this kind of passive ways in which women are described it's like be you know be quiet be polite be gentle be nice all these passive mm-hmm. terms that we have but women are fierce and confident and strong as well and i think as a parent that's all i can do i can't control what you your yeah. ace i can only control what goes on in my home and if they see that i hope to god that they'll take that in mm-hmm. but i don't know They'll probably, I don't know, we'll see. But um, I just, that's all I can do yeah. as a parent. I think that's a responsibility for all parents now too, for them to be aware. And it's it's ever changing for us too. Like we grew up in a generation where you still had to connect to the internet and everything else. And <laughs> we, dial up. Do you remember I won that competition in school and I won four video phones and I was in like this magazine and stuff. And I, that was the first like video phone that we, and everyone was like, whoa. And, and now I record my daily goings on on it and it's just kind of normal to me. Yeah. So it's kind of, it's changed so quickly that our generation are very responsible for telling the next, the younger generation that just be aware. Yeah. Yeah. Ladies, I hope you'll stay with me for a little longer. We're going to take a quick ad break and I want to hear from you as well because I think social media, as we've discussed, has such a huge impact on our lives. If it has impacted you negatively in any way, get involved. I'm on 087-711-1038. This is Spin Talk. You're welcome back to Spin Talk with Lauren Caroline Foran and Claire Balding. Right, forgetting the Fulham. Just okay. <laughs> Claire Balding from now on. Um, are still in studio with me because, um, Caroline, look, the last time you were here, you were talking about owning it. You're on to your second book now. I know. Just talk about Woo! that for a second. Oh, weird. It's out in May, May 17th. And this book is kind of the next step on from owning it, where when I wrote that book, I was trying to get from anxiety to living a normal life again, to go from, you know, just surviving to kind of being a functioning human in the world again and then when I had the book come out I had all these opportunities like going on radio and TV and giving talks in front of people and I was like 
no, but I have anxiety. Like, I don't want to do any of this. So I realized I had a lot still to learn to get to a point of, um, I say from from survival to stability and then from stability to success. So kind of from surviving to thriving, all these kind of fancy terminology. Um, so I knew, I wanted to obviously do a second book and um, was delighted to be offered the opportunity to do it. So I put together, and, and it's kind of funny because it's not that I started writing the book from a point of feeling like a really confident person. Like I'm not a very confident person, but I had an interest in sort of understanding how to become one and the skills and stuff. So I put together a very, like like owning it, a very practical toolkit. Um, it's split into a few parts again. So it's understanding, you know, what confidence is, what, what holds us back, fear, fear of failure, all these things that we all grapple with. And then it's really practical tools. So there's things like... Um, fear hacking which is allowing yourself to kind of run with your fears and the worst case scenario because you know we live in this world where it's all half glass half full positive thinking so this particular tool is like oh, well actually sometimes that's not helpful sometimes it helps to imagine okay well, how bad could this go what could happen and and then to kind of prepare you for every eventuality so that's like for example one tool so there's loads in there mm. um, so yeah I think that's a really important point to make because again it's something that comes through from our listeners so often is if we wrap ourselves in cotton wool and particularly wrap kids in cotton wool and go you can be whatever you want exactly. to be and everything is going to be fine it's not always going to be fine no. shit happens yeah. and things go wrong so yeah. I think to be able to you know get that across yeah, you and have to come don't be afraid to say yes, that as well you have well. to stare down the barrel of your fear it's like in a horror movie when you are watching it's always like a woman running up the stairs in, mm-hmm. you know, away from the monster and we can't see the, what the monster is but when you do see it a lot of the fear goes out of it so when you actually sit down and tease out your fears and are like okay what is it that's making me feel unconfident about this particular situation a lot of the unknown kind of goes away is what I've found anyway mm-hmm. so yeah. and I think also um do you know what? Even sometimes we can seem confident in ourselves mm-hmm. and we're not. And like, Claire, I think there's probably people who think you're not afraid of anything and mm-hmm. that you're always confident. But we all have things, as Caroline said, that we grapple with. Like, you know, sometimes do you feel not very confident in yourself? Yeah, of course. There's elements in my life that I would be stronger at or like, you know, that kind of way. And there's different things that I would struggle with, like for, for confidence reasons. I think actually... What's really weird is what Caroline was saying. They're like staring something right in the face and dealing with it and maybe deconstructing it almost and then owning it. Going back to the freak On brand. <laughs> but that's what I did. I looked it right in the face and I said, I'm going to tell people that I'm wearing a wig. It's going to be the hardest thing they'll ever have to do. But once I did that, everything lifted from my shoulders and I found a confidence that I never knew I had. I always had confidence as a child, right? I was always the Billy Barry kid doing all the dances and everything else. And in school, I'd always be the one to put up my hand and ask the question. And within my circle of friends, I'd always be the kind of loud one. I wasn't necessarily confident. I just knew that my personality was the thing that I had and was the most valuable thing I had and I knew that from a very young age I wasn't the smartest as I was saying yeah, last night in Snapchat I was like me and Caroline weren't, we weren't in the same form class we weren't in like she wasn't my maths class like Caroline was smart <laughs> I occasionally passed her in maybe French or German class but that's about it but like I knew from a very young age that my personality is what would get me through and I think from facing something and facing a fear confidence has grown in so many different ways and I've never been more sure of myself or never been so proud or confident of myself now because I deconstructed so many things and one of the biggest fears I ever had in my life was losing my hair which is very ironic but um, it was it's not anymore if I lost it tomorrow I'd be devastated but I'd get back up again and do it all over again for everyone's sake not just my own so when you look at that and you see that and you face your fear great things can come from that On today, International Women's Day, what is the message that you would like to get out there to tell others to be confident or how to own it? 
what I've learned, and I'm a woman, Lauren, <laughs> what I've learned is, learn. I say this all the time, it's so annoying. Learning how to be yourself is the most empowering thing that you can do. So no matter what that is, no matter what, what kind of personality you have, or no matter what you struggle with in your life, just be exactly that. Just be yourself. Because like in the classic, you know, Instagram quote, like there's no one else like you in the world. So own that and be that. Mm-hmm. And once you discover who you are and what you want to do with your life, your personality and your being are the, the only things that will get you to where you want to be. And as a woman, and in 2018 in Ireland, it's so important that we do that. And this is the time for us to do it. 20 years ago, we wouldn't have had the, ch- the chance. But now as women to bring each other up and bring each other along and hold each other's hands and just support each other mm-hmm. and don't be afraid to have a voice and don't be passive if you're not passive if you're if you're Fiery. aggressive <laughs> and if you're confident and if whatever you are be love it yeah yeah <laughs> Caroline what about you well I don't think I could say anything better than that that was actually Stop. poetic um, <laughs> she's nicked a few of your catchphrases yeah, as well. she's thrown owning it in there a few the times confidence kit. <laughs> copyright issue um, <laughs> but I suppose a couple of years ago I would have been you know wanting so much to not be an anxious person and wanting to be confident and even like friends going off traveling the world and I was like oh I'm really scared I wanted so much not to be myself and I I felt that I had to not have anxiety and have great confidence to ever have success and what I've learned is I can still be successful and thrive in spite of all of that and I'm not the most confident person and I still have days where my anxiety gets me or I might have a panic attack but it's not it's not one or the other like confidence I think what people should realize is domain specific and what I mean by that is you can like you say you can be confident in one way like you could be confident um, on radio you could be maybe less confident with like a personal relationship so when we say someone is confident or unconfident that's that's like not a true statement you know it's, it's, it's there's all these different areas in our life that we have confidence that we can be working on so I think it's important to understand what confidence is yeah Thank you both so much Thank for joining you. me in studio today brilliant to have you the book is out in May Caroline yeah May 17th The Confidence Kit yep Claire Balding on Snapchat. You. you have got to follow her if you're not already. I'm pretty sure most of Dublin already is, <laughs> but I think you just you just send such a positive message. So it's so brilliant to have you both. I hope you both come in again. Thanks Thank you so much. Thank Happy you. International Women's Day. Spin 1038. This is Spin Talk with Lauren. This has been the fastest show we've ever done. There's just been so much happening. So many great guests in the studio and we're so privileged that they've come in to see us. Um, but as I said earlier on, everyone that has been on the show today has been someone that's already been on the show whose um, opinions we really value and who we've a lot of time for. And that leads me perfectly to my next guest, who is Claire O'Dowd from Spun Out, who's here for us every week. Aww. Thanks so much for being part Not of International wrong. Women's Day. Thanks for having me. Jesus, to be added to that lineup, I'm fairly... You were top of the list. Claire, <laughs> top of the list. Um, but look, I suppose the reason we wanted to round the show off with you is just to address particularly the issue of anxiety and social media with you and because I know there's so much um, great advice available on spunout.ie for people and I know we talk about it a lot on the show but today more so than ever we mm. just wanted to send people in the right direction. I suppose when you think about what the, the whole idea behind Spun Out and why it was set up a lot of it was to kind of make sure that there was a trusted source there for people to find information on topics that will come up in their lives especially that time in your life that can be so turbulent between the ages of 15 and 25 you're going through so many changes in so many different areas of your life and I mean it's all about I suppose kind of navigating your way through 
through these life events in the best way you can. And I think that that's what Spunek tries to do. So yeah, thank you for having us in because there is a lot of topics that we try um, and cover from people's real life opinions to kind of offering um, information and I suppose just signposting to the relevant services to make sure that you're getting in touch with the right people and getting the right information and information that you can trust, you know, because mm-hmm. I mean, the internet can be a, a bit wild sometimes, you know, if you Absolutely. went Googling, you could end up anywhere, so... Well, look, I always say that our listeners are the best counsellors and the advice that we get from listeners is always so valuable. And particularly, like, only early in the week we spoke about anxiety because a guy had been in touch looking for advice for his girlfriend and how best to support her. And it's a topic that comes up a lot. But saying that, the messages that we get in and the advice that we get in from people, it might not work for everyone and we always just try and highlight that at the end of every mm. every show is that like look you're brilliant and thank you so much for getting in touch and we love like and we love hearing back from people when they say look that actually really works for me thank you but yeah. as you said it's important just to talk to you guys as well and signpost things like it's very I think shared experience is, is very important and I think you know if you find out that someone is going through something that is similar to 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 a big event in your life you know if the, knowing other people have gone through similar can be a real comfort for people and can kind of give people the courage to um, take that next step and you know just kind of be a bit of comfort as I say mm-hmm. but yeah to always remember that just because um, something worked for one person whether that's you know medication a type of counselling um, whatever it may be whatever their coping mechanism may be like you know I know I'm one who'd always talk about um, mindfulness and being mindful of things but of course that's not going to work when people have a different level um, of issue that you know there's going to be different um things that they'll need to do to look after themselves so yeah you're dead right remembering that you know there's not one fix for for everyone and mm-hmm. even though it's nice to um get comfort in people's shared experiences to know that just because something worked for them doesn't mean necessarily it's going to be um, the right choice for you I just want to have a quick read through some of the messages that have been coming in because we asked you a little earlier on about social media and just how maybe that has impacted your mental health. Ted has been in touch on Facebook to say, I actually think social media is a positive thing like everything if it's used in moderation. I find it amazing to keep in touch with people, sharing ideas and getting to know others. Like anything, of course, there are negative parts to it, but there's lots of positives too. But sometimes, Claire correct me if I'm wrong, it can be a bit overwhelming. You can get caught up in all the negative and it can be difficult to focus on the positive. Absolutely, yeah. And I think it's the non-stop nature of it as well that it's, you know, always there. Yeah. And you might intend, as someone else said earlier on, to put your phone down mm. and give it a rest but then without even noticing, you can pick up your phone and start scrolling. Yeah, and like you've heard it before and you've talked about it so many times that, I mean, this generation are kind of guinea pigs in a way. Like, we don't really know what's gonna, what it's, how it's going to affect people in the long term that they don't go home in the evening and, and not speak to anyone other than their immediate family when they're at home. You know, like having, having all these different outlets being exposed to all these different images and not knowing whether they're real or not. You know, I mean, I think that that's something that we are only going to learn over time. Yeah. Claire O'Dowd from Spun Out, thank you so much, especially today for being with us on International Women's Day. Brilliant to have you. Um, If you want to listen back to any of the interviews that we did today, not just today, throughout the week, um, to celebrate some of the incredible guests that have been on Spin Talk, head over to the podcast section of spin1038.com to have a listen. Um, because they're just brilliant. Some of the some of the women that came on this show this week that have been on before are just so, so interesting. So I definitely encourage you to head over the on-air section, spin1038.com, where also um, you can find us on iTunes. And just finally, finally want to wrap with this one from Jackie, which is so sweet. Uh, this message came in on WhatsApp. Hi, Lauren. Happy International 
Women's Day to you and Rachel and all the females out there. I especially want to show my appreciation to the following ladies in my life. My mother, Betty, my great auntie, Nancy, 97 years young and still independent. My three sisters, Dipsy, Lala and Poe. <laughs> my lovely daughter, Tioni. She is so strong, will be a fabulous, strong woman. Also, my lovely nieces, Leah, Amelia and Kayla. Jackie, thank you for that. Thank you to everyone who got involved in the conversations today. Brilliant to have you, as always. Going to finish on this, it's Zed and Maren Morris with The Middle on Spin. Take a seat Right over there Sat on the stairs Stay or leave The cabinets are bare And I'm unaware Of just how we got into this mess Got so aggressive I know we meant all good intentions So pull me closer Why don't you pull me close Why don't you come on over I can't just let you go Oh baby Why don't you just meet me I'm losing my mind just a little So why do you just meet me in the middle? In the middle Kitchen floors are wet And taps are still running Dishes are broken How did we get into this mess? Got so aggressive I know we meant all good intentions So pull me closer Why don't you pull me close? Why don't you come on over? I can't just let you go Oh baby Meatball Marinara. The choice is yours. Subway. Keep discovering. Spin 1038.